All right, are you ready? Uh, as I'll ever be. Hello, everyone. It's the Prehensile and Gretel Show, and we've been remiss. We know that. So this time, it's an extra-long bonus episode. Stay tuned. I can hear the dog licking himself. Yeah, he's chewing his fingernails. Laszlo, stop it. (laughs) He's completely um, into it. Our dog is so neurotic, he chews his fingernails. There, I'm going to give you a little more bass, baby. Oh, thank you. That makes me much happier. Does that sound better to you? Oh, much better. Good. Yeah. I don't need it. I was living up on the ceiling there for a while. I'm a helium girl. All right, well, you know, what have you been doing lately? We It's been a long time since we did this, and I'm ready to go. Yeah, well, I am, I am frightened, actually, because it's been so long. So Don't be afraid. Everything's fine. It's just like riding a bicycle. Well, I'm, I am excited to try out my new anti-pop filter. So so far, it's working pretty well. It's like having a giant lollipop in front of your face. Black mesh. So I can hardly see you. I have to crane myself. To yeah, get... you have that Kilroy thing going on. Yeah. <laughs> you can see me okay, can't you? Well... Do you need to see me? You're kind of like Wilson. We could, be in, <laughs> we could be in different rooms. We could be. You can see through it, though. I I can can see you. I can see kind of through you. I can see your eyes. I can still see. I can see through you like a ghost. Yes. Ooh. And we just had Halloween, too. Yes. Halloween that we did not take part in this year, which is odd. Odd for me. There's only been probably two Halloweens where I have not taken part in Halloween. And they've both been in the last, you know, like... Ten years. Well, we had candy for the kids, but no kids came by. This is true. One one family. One family. And we were dealing with my mom and doing stuff, so... Do you think it has anything to do with the fact that there's so much blood all over our house? <laughs> that would make them come to your house on <laughs> Halloween. That wouldn't make them stay away. Well, it's pretty realistic. It doesn't matter. They would come to your house on Halloween. Our, we we lost out because we have ferns. Nobody wants ferns unless they're killer ferns on Halloween. What do the ferns have to do with it? We have a fern outside. We don't have high. Oh, that I'm, scares the kids away. I'm moving scratchy stuff. No, it just means that we look boring, and we look like we are not. Um, we're not taking part in Halloween. Kids don't come to your house if you don't have. It looking Halloweeny, and so, porch. We also didn't have a porch light on because our right. porch light died yesterday. So. Right. Well, so you're suggesting that what I could have done would be to take the fern out of the planter and then put like a head in it or something. Right. Then kids would have come to our house for Halloween. All right. I will. Um, I will remember next year to do that, and all I need to do is find a head. There you go. Stop hacking at yourself, dude. He just had a bath, and he's itchy. He grunted. Did you hear him? Yeah. He's an okay guy, though. Hey, um, can I share with you some cool email that I got? Oh, please do. All right. Excellent. Um, this is pretty exciting, actually. Uh, I got a, a letter from a Dr. Mark Smith, and um, he says, 
so I'm going to read this to you verbatim. Dear blank, um, there's no name there. We've been waiting for you to contact me for your ATM Visa card worth $4.5 million, being compensation fund for 150 scam victims. But I did not hear from you all this while, and one Mrs. Maria Dean claims she is your representative and that we send the money to her. It's Maria Dean again, I'm telling you. Was she in the last one? No, but she's haunted me all my life. Uh. Uh, please, I want to verify from you, before we deliver your ATM Visa card to her, the issue of this compensation was approved after the meeting held behind closed doors between my humble self and the Director, Federal Bureau of Investigation, United Nations representative in West Africa, and the Nigeria government and their presidency. So after this meeting, the entire House concluded that all victims of scam will be compensated by the Nigeria government as a means to sanitize them. <laughs> so all we need from you is to follow up our instruction to enable you receive your own ATM visa card before it expires. Further information, all the documents pertaining to the compensation is intact with us, including insurance premium and clearance certificate fee of the package, showing that it is not drug money or meant to sponsor terrorist attack in your country. Excellent. This is pretty cool. I mean, they, they've, the president of Nigeria got together with the FBI and determined that I should be compensated for my, you know, the, the Nigerian and this, scam. And this doctor who knows that, you know, you need to be sanitary because he's a doctor. Yep. So. So confirm the below information to enable our agent get to your home for delivering of your ATM visa card. Excellent. What they want is full name, residential address, you know, that's so they can deliver it in person. Right. Phone number, occupation, country, and all identification and bank numbers. Cool. That is so excellent. We should send them all that information right now so that we can get our compensation, our sanitary compensation. But days after that arrived, yes, something else happened. Oh, dear. Was um, there a twist? This is from the desk of Reverend Peter Adams, and he's the director, International Remittance <laughs> Department, Central Bank of Nigeria, or CBN. Excellent. Attention beneficiary, dear... Again, blank. Excellent. One would think that maybe, though, they might have known your name if, but I digress. Well, they got me the, they, they sent me the, the notification. Yes. Um, dear blank, in the course of our general auditing and account revision of the year 2015, CBN discovered that the bank accounts belonging to you have been changed on the basis that one Dr. Wilbur L. Daniels Sr., told us that you have throat cancer, that you're hospitalized, your, Y-O-U-R, hospitalized, and the doctor taking care of you stated that you will not live more than one month, but I was surprised because CBN have not heard from you since. Wow. Dr. Wilbur L. Daniels from USA called me again some minutes ago. Regarding the fund, he stated that he is your business associate's that you instructed him to claim your compensation payment of $2.5 million. But if you are not the one that instructed him, let us confirm from you if is true and hence decided to write to your email address, which after five days from now, and there is no response, we will know that you have throat cancer indeed and go on with the transfer. 
if proved. That's a nice sentence. That is. And it's especially nice, you know, existentially when you think that, you know, you're not responding to an email will mean that you have throat cancer. Right. And and, and it's kind of like one of those chain letters or that the people used to send where uh-huh. bad luck will come to you if you don't respond. I hate those. I hate, I have always hated chain letters. I hate them, hate them, hate them. Well, it's... Um, no know. offense to anyone who likes chain letters. But I just, they, they give me the willies. I think eye jewelry is really cool. It is. Jewelry with eyes depicted on it. Not necessarily, you know, like eye rings or anything. Because, you know, if you're going to pierce your eyeball, I'm not going to be part of that because I think that gives me the heebie-jeebies. Well, I have an eyeball keychain that you gave me. Yes, that is cool. And I try to freak people out with that, especially kids. That is jewelry that is an eye. I want them to think I have an eye in my hand. I think it's very cool. Hey, look at this cute. Look. I I pulled this out of your friend and I'll do the same to you. Run away! (laughs) Behave. (laughs) Do it! (laughs) Yes, I, I, I do. I got somewhere some glass eyes of, um, I think it's goat eyes, and I've got those in my little secret lair. Well, I'd love to see some of those. I like goat eyes. I think you've seen them. I think they're goats. Are they horizontal slits? Yes. Awesome. Those are the best. Mm-hmm. They have the most character. I wish people had horizontal pupils. I do, too. You know? And I might have a cow eye, too, a cow eye. I don't remember where I was where I found these glass animal eyes. You know, obviously, taxidermy fodder. Taxidermy world? Yeah, but... Um, Were you in Wisconsin or Minnesota? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, um, I also got one more thing that really boosted my morale. Oh, please tell us. May I tell you about this? Please this one's quick. Um, I've been invited to be featured in the number one premier women's magazine. Oh, well, that's nice. Called Women of Distinction. And uh, it's it's a national publication and community of professional women. And um, they've given me an opportunity to be featured in this magazine to increase my exposure. Now, now, is that... now do they think you're a woman? Or do they just think you should be in a woman's magazine? I don't know. But they've invited me to expose myself to all these women, I guess. Isn't that what they mean? I see. Increase your exposure to the women of distinction. They'd be appalled. I'm going to turn that one down. I'll wait for um, the MacArthur Genius people to call me. Didn't Who's Who write you also? Oh, yeah, all the time. Actually, Who's Who um, has written to me also. Who? Who? Who's who? Oh, my, oh, my. Hey, should we hear from our sponsors? I think we should. It's about that time. At Shard Industries, we worry about your future so you don't have to. We build products that make you want to enjoy life again. Products like Lightning Bugs, the diaper with the social conscience, or our new and improved Shart Monkey Repellent, now with Q88 Professional Style Applicator. 
Shark Industries, the big brother you've always wanted, but without the purple nerf bolt. Those those people at Shard Industries, they never stop creating. I must say it is, uh, there's, there's always something new. Monkey repellent, what a good thing. I know, I didn't even know that you needed monkey repellent in this day and age. If you, especially if you're traveling in India, you need monkey repellent, for sure. They're all over. I know someone, I, I am friends with someone online who got bit by a monkey in India. She didn't have shart monkey repellent. No, she didn't. See, that would be a great... We should get her on the show Yes. to talk about how she wishes that shart had come up with monkey repellent Yes. when she went there. Yeah. Shart makes some interesting shit. They I'm do. I'm pretty amazed. Shart shit. Yeah. It's amazing. Um, Where are they located, um, shart industries? Are they here in this country? I think so, yeah, but they don't... Um, they just communicate with us in kind of a an obscure way, I guess. It's all email, and I don't think I've ever gotten a phone call from them. But you know, we're taking the money, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll yeah. take the sponsorship. It's great. We'll take it. They're wonderful. They're yeah. always they're always working. The it's, shark people. I'm I'm all for it. Actually, I wonder, I wonder if they have armadillo repellent. That would help Texas a, a lot. We'll have to ask them. Yeah, I'm going to investigate. I'm going to try and find where they're at. That's a good thing. And then um, maybe we can, you know, learn more. Um, I thought once um, that uh, our 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 secretary Blanche had um, Shirley Shard on the phone once, but um, oh, we'll ask her then. She she hung up. I I didn't get to talk to her. Well, we'll ask Blanche about it and see. Yeah. All right. All right. That sounds fine with me. Um, I'd love to do that. We'll, we'll get a hold of her and ask. She's gone home now. All right. Oh, hey. Patty Smith. Was very that lovely. cool or what? Very, very, very cool. Um, that was just so incredibly excellent just from beginning to end. Just unbelievably wonderful. Um, she read, she sang. Her son came out and um, accompanied her. Some wonderful person in the audience gave her back things that were stolen from her in 1978, and uh, that was really cool. She was very happy to get it back. It was yeah. Just... That was that was one of those really interesting events where. Um, the whole audience was really engaged, I thought, and yep. there was a uh, a real connection going on, and it was really intimate. I mean, they told everybody it was just going to be a reading from her new book. Right, and, and a then, book signing. And a book signing, and then she it ended up where she sang, and that was really powerful. Yeah. I, I have... I've seen some shit, and that was really, really cool. It really was. And I and I got to be honest with well, I, I, people were choked up. That was yeah. That was really a powerful event. I I, I came away very impressed, and I she's was, nice too. I was crying, so it's uh, it's uh, it was excellent. But you know, we know she's wonderful. So that was very cool. We've all known that. 
And uh, that was, it was, I feel like it was a very magical night. I feel like something really cool transpired uh, amidst all of us, you know, who were, who were in the audience. And I think that was really neat. And I, I've been to other show, a couple other shows where you feel kind of transformed when you walk out of there. And that was, that was one of them. And, you know, it wasn't a show. It was her reading from her book and talking a little bit about, you know, what it meant to her. And, and I don't know, it was really great. It's, yeah. Well, you know, you've been a fan of hers for a long, long time. And I came about her in a more circuitous route. Yeah. 75, 1975. Yeah. I've been a fan since, well, actually I've been a fan since before that I used to read her writing. She used to um, write for some of the music magazines that existed at the time, like Cream and Crawdaddy, and I used to read her, and I liked her. I thought she was cool. I first heard of her um, when when um, she she co-wrote a song on Blue Oyster Cult's Secret Treaties, Career of Evil, and I thought that was pretty cool. And she did some voice on uh, Agents of Fortune, too. Yeah. And then later on, I found out that she was pals with Lizzie Merced de Clue, whom I really liked. Um, someone gave me a, a, a demo copy of Press Color when that first came out. And, the, you know, the person that gave it to me hated it, right? And I thought it was really cool. And so then, you know, you start hearing, oh, Patty Smith hangs around with this person and those guys. And it's like, oh, that's neat. And then I meet you and you've been a fan forever and ever, but you know the music way better than I do. So it, it, it's kind of cool. You know, I've been growing as a fan, definitely. Well, she's she's definitely something special. And and I've been thinking a lot about since we saw that, you know, and she, she has been, you know, she was, she's writing in this book about her travels and, and uh, her life. And it made me think about her body of work and, and what, what a difference there is now, you know, because she's very New York centric even though she was born here, she, as she reminded me when we were there um, talking to her, getting our books signed, um, when I said, please let this, you know, uh, restore your faith in Chicago. And, and I know she was born here. She had mentioned it already. And then she said, well, I was born here. Don't forget. And uh, so anyway, so she's from here, but grew up in New Jersey largely and, and then you know, lived in Detroit and um, with her husband. But the difference now in New York, because she, you know, she performed and and did most of her creating in New York City and, um, you know, thinking about her prior book, Just Kids, and uh, and how different New York is now and, and how there could, I don't think, ever be that scene there again um, with people cr being so creative because there's just, you need too much money to live in New York now. There's no way, you know, you could, you could do that. I had friends who lived there and, you know, even then my friend Tuna Vanderbilt. Yeah. You really end up kind of like existing between the lines when I don't know how people live in San Francisco anymore either, unless they're, right. you know, that's, that's just independently wealthy you know, going the way of 
you, you can't be a commoner anymore. Yeah, my friend Tuna said that when she lived there, she had to work three jobs just to be able to... New York? Yeah, just to be able to breathe, just to be able to afford an apartment she was sharing with other people. So, you know, and that was that was a little later. But in the mid to early seven, you know, or early to mid 70s, you know, people were living there, you know, and existing and creating and everybody was poor and everybody did what they had to, but they all still managed to create art. And they, they probably still do, but it's not in Manhattan so much anymore. I, you know, from it sounds like it's all moved to Brooklyn and now Queens is becoming cool, too. Well, so. but they're all still expensive. Yeah. You know, they're all they're all still expensive. Such is so. modern life, right? Forty thousand yeah. dollars isn't shit anymore. Yeah, no kidding. Hi. Hi, how are you? Hey, I'm sorry to call you on the weekend. Hi, Mr. Rebius. That's okay. I was painting my toenail. Hey, Rita thought that maybe at one time or another you had talked to uh, Shirley Shart. Does that yeah. name does that name ring a bell? Yeah, she was on the line the other day. She uh she called and she yeah she wanted to talk to you guys. She sounded a little drunk. Really? Yeah, I thought. Unless does she always sound like that? I don't know. I've never talked to her before. We're actually trying to figure out if, um, did you, did you get her number or anything? Yeah, I have it on my pad at work. Okay. So when you come in on Monday, um, would you find that for us and then get us that number? Cause we want to talk to her. I will. Yeah. She, she wanted to talk to you guys about some new products they've got and new, you know, some new spots for the, for the podcast. Oh, really? Oh, that's yeah. cool. All right. Yeah, I, I'm sorry I didn't give you the message. We all left so fast on Friday because of, you know, Halloween weekend and everything. Yeah, I, I know. You were all dressed up, and that was pretty cool. Yeah, it was fun. It was really fun. What were I got you? some weird looks on the, on the bus, though. So what, what were you again? I, I couldn't really decide, uh, and I'm sorry. I'm just bad at that stuff. Well, I was a toothbrush. Cool. That would explain then the the white hair. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And and the my broccoli. My mom said that I look more like an old fashioned typewriter eraser though, and I've never seen one of those, so I don't know what she's talking about. Oh yeah. Um. Nah, I'm not. You know, I'm I'm not real sure you look like a typewriter eraser. Now that you say a toothbrush, um, it, it, that means more to me. I I can see it. Uh, especially yeah, I, the broccoli in your teeth. That helped a lot. Yeah, I, I can't tell you how much egg whites it took to get my hair to stay like that. Really? Was, yeah, you have to use egg whites and you let them dry and they're all stiff. And it took, I had to soak my head all morning to get it off. To get it off? Yeah, the next day. It was hard to sleep. Did I was it? just too tired on uh uh, at night to take it off, though. Yeah, Plus, well, I, you know, Friday was Friday, and then I still had to have it for Saturday, so. Well, you work hard, so I can imagine you sleep pretty hard, too. Yeah. 
All right. Well, um, I'm glad you got her number. That's excellent because um, Rita and I are going to give her a call and we'll we'll follow up on that. We're really happy uh, that they're sponsoring our show. Well, great. Yeah, she kind of hung up. So, you know, I never got to get the rest of the stuff, but I think she was a little drunk. But... Um, well, you can, I've got the number there and then we can call her on Monday and everything will be fine. Okay. Uh, what made you think she was drunk? Um, the way she's talking was kind of, <laughs> she sounded a little loopy. Maybe she always sounds like that though. And I don't still know. So. Okay. Well, uh, we'll, maybe. we'll give her a call and we'll figure it out. And you know, they're, they're, um, they're, being very good um, corporate friends of the show, so uh, we'll we'll let you know what we find out. And and uh, I'm glad you got the number again. And and again, sorry to bother you. Um, I'll let you get back to your toenails. That's okay. All right, say hi to Rita for me. Okay, I will. Bye, right. Blanche. Bye. Okay, well that was cool. Uh, so we'll talk to her tomorrow when she comes in. Yay! Yes, I wonder what color her nails will be. Her toenails. I don't know. I don't really pay attention. Well, you know I do. Because um, I have the nail polish problem. Although I do know that, I think you were trying to teach me something about, what is it, jelly beans? Skittles. Skittles. Sorry. It's Skittles. It's, it's I, I don't. I don't think about candy and fingers or toes together. And there's together. gradients, and then there's, you know, there's all kinds of things. So. Sparkles? Sparkles. All right. Sparkles are great. Sparkles. You can do gradients with sparkles. You can also do them with other colors. What's a gradient? But I digress. That's when you make it go from light to dark. You can either do it on the nail or on the hand. So you can either have each nail is a different tone representing the same. Wait. Each, yeah, is a different tone representing the same color family from light to dark. Or you can do that on the nail, where you have a dark part. It it, it grades, you know, from light to dark on the nail. Is it creepy? Um, it can be very creepy. Okay, I don't think I'd want that. Although, I've been invited to be featured in that women's magazine. Yeah, it's we could do up your your nails. Not that only women do that. I mean, it's not. And a... so, so now here's something that's always bothered me. Speaking of, oh, of this. I can't wait to hear about something that bothers you. How come when you look at men, they all have these eyelashes that are like 40 feet long. And then all of us women have short eyelashes. And so we have to buy stuff to make our eyelashes long. You're overgeneralizing. So many men have long eyelashes. You have really long eyelashes. Maybe it's because I don't yank at them and pull on them all the time with tools and and things. You have no bottom eyelashes, though. No. It's very strange. I've never seen someone with, like, no bottom eyelashes. That means if a fly bounced on your face, it could hit your eye, and your eye is doing nothing to protect itself on the bottom. Yeah, well... Laszlo, Stop! Maybe I'm just um, evolving in a different way, where I don't need the bottom ones anymore. There you go. Your eyes are, are cast iron. No.
I don't like getting anything in my eyes. No, it's a bad thing. It hurts. It hurts a lot. Lucky thing you never wore contacts. I could never, ever do that. I wore glasses, but I could never put anything in my eyes. Oh, I, I used to. I told you about my friend who got the amoebas under his contacts. Oh. <laughs> and they got into his cornea. Ugh. And he had to have cornea transplants. Yep. Oh, just even... Ugh. Not even 30 years old, and he had corneal transplants because of amoebas that they could not get rid of. And he got them from like a swimming pool yeah. or something, Yeah, right? they figure it was a swimming pool. Yeah. <laughs> But he was also wearing he was also wearing long wear contact lenses and he didn't take them out and they got on you know the amoebas were under there and they right. lose. <laughs> it's like those commercials on television where they take you into the world of your toe fungus or yeah, you know the snot family. Yeah. Oh, I hate those. Only... I hate them. I don't want to see snot running around. Right. And they, and they have like families and they hang around and watch television in your in your brain. Although there are some or your very, sinuses. There are some very lovely cars out there on the road that are the color of snot now, and I kind of like them. I kind of like the snot colored cars. Oh, there's the mucus family too. Oh yeah, that's they live gross. in your lungs. Yeah, that's just I just don't like to think about that. And then they're sad when you know they get coughed out. Yeah, the little toenail fungus guy, he gives me the creeps. He jumps under your toenail. It's it's yeah. just and it's he lifts a, it up like it, it's a horrifying thing. Pulls it up to his neck like it's a blanket or something. Yeah, it's <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm your fungus. I'm given the willies by the strangest things. And, you know, as younger, when I was younger, I was like, eh. you know, nothing bothered me. And now, you know. <laughs> yeah, like, well, what was it the other night? We were we were streaming some old um, American horror stories. Mm -hmm. And I was laughing. They I were mean, funny. It was funny. Funny. It was funny. They were so corny. That first, the first, um, first series was very, um, there was some very goofy stuff in that. And, you know, I'm a Dylan McDermott fan, but, um, but he's kind of not good in that. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, the, the woman who's and the... Connie Britton, <laughs> her, her character is you know, not thinking she's ever. She's mopey. And she's, she's just not putting two and two together. It's just, but that's, you know, that's kind of the... The whole house is awash in death and blood, and she's walking around in a nightgown, putting on lotion on her arms. Over and over again. <laughs> it's like we always see her putting lotion on and lighting candles, and, you know, it's like... Okay, so we've been, we've been uh, binge-watching, so <laughs> there you go. And we'll admit we haven't gotten that far into it, but yeah, we st and don't yeah. It's tough because yeah, I'm laughing at it. I'm not. It's... Yeah, well, and there's some parts that are really good. Like they have atmosphere. Their art direction is fantastic. Yeah, I'll, I'll agree with you there. And the music is good. Yep. Um, but this this first one is very corny. Yeah. Very corny. It's, we were, yeah. There was one episode, I think it's season, season one, episode six. It's just, it was just striking us as extremely corny. The whole episode. It's like, was there a different director for that episode? I don't know. We have to look. 
Yeah, I was laughing pretty hard. Because, man, we were both just in tears. It was so, it was like Ernest goes to horror story. <laughs> horror, horror direction horror camp, camp or something. Yeah, it was just, <laughs> it was so hokey. But the next one wasn't that bad. Yeah. And the one after that wasn't that bad. So, anyway. Mm, we'll see what happens, we'll, right? We'll see. It's a good it's thing for October. Corny. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And I do like the Jessica Lang woman, so yay, we like her. She's pretty good. She has been good in the past, and she's, you know, she's, although she was in King Kong, but that, we'll, we'll just close our eyes to that, because that was another really hokey thing. Why, why remake things? Please, God. People, make your own damn movie. Get a, get an idea. Make a movie on your own. Don't remake Psycho or King Kong or they're classics for a reason. They're classics because they were done perfectly the first time out. <laughs> In 20 more years, they'll remake Meatballs. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, I had one of those phlegm families. Oh, there you go. Oh, look, it's running around on the floor. Get it, Laszlo. <laughs> You know, Laszlo's chewing on his own hand, and that means he's going to start coughing because he's going to get yeah. something off there. Hey, um, I think we have another sponsor um, It's piece. time for a commercial? Yeah, it is. And I'm very pleased, you know. We haven't done that many episodes. We're apologetic because we're not coming to you every week or every day. Sorry. Yeah, I'm sure I'm sure that might have been something that Shirley was calling about cuz you know, we're not we're not up and running that much and so, you know, we're not Oh, I didn't think about that. What if she's pissed? Yeah, I I didn't either till now. Oh. So. Uh-oh. But Blanche didn't say she sounded pissed, but she hung up. So I wonder. Yeah. I wonder. Well, we'll find out tomorrow. We'll, uh, we'll give her a call. Uh, we'll look at Blanche's little notepad. Oh, God, I hope she didn't throw it away. Yeah, she doodles on it, but I don't think she throws them away, so. All right, um, here's the other one from... Shart Industries. Shart. Oh, shit. My phone is almost dead and I'm waiting for a call about that new job. Here, you can borrow my baby to charge your phone. What? My baby hammer is wearing a lightning bugs diaper. It generates electricity while protecting the environment. Look. Just plug your phone into this handy adapter attached to the collector bag. But I have an Android device. It probably won't work. It works on iPhones and Android devices. And look, I fed Hammer lots of pickles dipped in guacamole. It should charge real fast. This is great. But I don't have a baby to carry around all the time so I can charge my phone. Not to worry, mister. Lightning bugs now come in adult sizes so you can light up any room when you walk in. And charge my phone? Yes, I'm doing it right now, ha ha ha. Ooh, stylish. And kind of hot. Lightning Bugs, from Shart Industries. Your world isn't as shitty as you think. Oh, Shart. That Shart. So the baby names crack me up, man. They come up with some really good baby names. What are, is it Taxi and... Yeah, there was a commercial that had a, a woman with a baby named Taxi. And what was this one? Hammer. Hammer. <laughs> I think those are real, actually. Those, those, um, those could be real people. Yeah. No, actually, they. What do they spend on these commercials? A dollar. Yeah, a buck two eighty. 
Oh, well, that's how they maximize their profits. Indeedy. Indeedy. But they they seem to have fun doing it. <laughs> so now they have adult size lightning bugs. Lightning bugs. That's a good thing, you know. Yeah, I suppose. I, mean, I wonder if you chafe at all with those. I don't know. I have not um, wanted to wear them yet. They might make us. What if they make us wear them? Oh, my. And do a testimonial. That would be frightening. I don't know. I'm happy to have them sponsored, but I don't know if I want to wear a diaper. Again. It's coming closer and closer, the age where we will have to again, so. I'm just going to walk around free. And just let it fall right out like you're a sheep. <laughs> like you're a horse. Yeah, what's that? Oh, don't step in the dog, in the, in the, in the, uh, in the fill pile. In the fill pile. In the dog pile oh. or the fill pile? Look at him. He thinks he's in a parade. <laughs> they could, well, Hire they a could. a clown with a shovel to follow me around. Oh, yeah. Well, or they could do, you know, like the, they've got those now, those canvas, um, those canvas behind things for, you know, for horses. Canvas behind things? Yeah, like haven't you seen the horses when they're they're attached to a vehicle? Oh. They've got those canvas like pile holders. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like a turd hammock or something. Uh, yeah, 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 turd hammock. That's perfect. Perfect. Mm. So we could get you a turd hammock and and just put it like on a unicycle behind you. That would look very Susian. <laughs> <laughs> There's a guy. Who does ride around pulling a, a wagon on his bicycle, and it's I almost like that. that. It's a baby. It's a. It, it's actually a baby carrier on his bike, but there's never a baby in it. It's no. like a six pack and, and some <laughs> nails, some nails, and you know some some plastic bottles. And in the winter, it steams. <laughs> hey, you don't think Shard Industries makes the turd hammock, do you? <gasps> I bet they do. I, mean, I bet they make a turd hammock. They've got to. If they make lightning bugs, they've got to make a turd hammock. And now they make monkey repellent, too. Well, it's the improved monkey repellent. They've always so made So they've always made repellent. it, I guess. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, I, I, I want to see the armadillo repellent and the, um, the turd hammock. Does that mean that your turd is relaxing when it's in the turd hammock? <laughs> Is it, Probably. Is it like a little turd vacation? I, I bet it's quite <laughs> soothing. You know, I mean, you, you know, you're born into the light. Yeah, you're rocked to sleep gently in a turd hammock. What if the turd thinks it's dying though, because it sees light at the end of the tunnel and it's going toward the light? And they say that when you have a near-death experience, you, you go, go toward, toward the, the light. light. And so the turd is probably very afraid that it's about to die. Well, the turd actually... Or see its savior or whatever. The turd actually does die when you think about it, you know, or it, you know, goes for a, a <laughs> swim and, you know, when it comes, oh, when it man, goes toward the light, it goes for a swim or in this case, it will go in the hammock. I was hoping to take a dip in the pool and I ended up in a hammock. I'm like, there you go. Dropping the kids off at the park if you're, you know, mm -hmm. if, if you're camping. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Hmm. Yeah. I always thought that was one of the funniest euphemisms for taking a dump. Dropping the kids off at the pool. Yeah. 
That's pretty good. I thought that was always quite hilarious. That Cheers was... to whomever came up with that one. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. I, um, you know, I also like, what is it? Yeah, that's my stomach, isn't it? Wow. That's interesting. Um, the euphemisms for barfing. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Laughing at the carpet. Yeah, and I yeah. think that's my favorite. Yeah. Uh, laughing at the toilet is a, another good one, yeah. but or laughing at the praying at the porcelain god or throne or yeah, something. something like that. I get him confused. I like but laughing, yeah. laughing at the carpet. Yeah, our cats were laughing at the kitchen table this morning. <laughs> yeah, thanks a lot. There, uh, uh, love having cats around. Yeah. yeah, and they make such interesting noises when they're horking something up. It is, it is truly an exciting moment in our lives. <laughs> and now for your listening pleasure, Rita Rebius will imitate a cat vomiting. <laughs> Nicely done. Thanks. Uh, that was a dry one though, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. Maybe a little spittle. Yeah. Yellow spittle. Um, I used to be able to do a Doberman throwing up really well because my f <laughs> a high school friend's uh, dog used to barf with great regularity. And so um, I, I got pretty good at imitating Burley. Do you remember that bulldog that we knew that ate an entire uh, block of cheese? Yeah, with the wrapping on it. <laughs> we do remember that. God, that he also ate. Dumb. It was the dumbest dog I've ever encountered. It also ate the um, the the foil off of a wine bottle, and oh yeah, and a, a knife, a steak knife, which I had to wrestle out of its mouth, and it's hard to I wrestle. Thought it was a toy. It's hard to wrestle. Well, anything that hit the floor, it it ate, and and the steak knife fell on the floor, and it ate the steak knife. So. Uh, a friend of ours was dog sitting this dog, and um, um, it ate these things. It, it didn't swallow the knife. Almost, but it came close. Almost, but so I had to wrestle this eighty-pound, you know, bulldog. And God, that dog was dumb. Biff. Was that his name? Biff the dog. Biff the dog. I had to. I had to wrestle the knife out of Biff's mouth. And uh, I heard that he passed everything else, the um, the block of brie wrapped in, uh, hey, it was the 80s. It was brie. Yeah. No, it was early 90s, brie. Yeah, that was early 90s. Yeah. And uh, and the lead or the, the uh, luckily, they don't, they don't make them out of lead anymore, I don't think. So it was. Some uh, kind of heavy metal. Yeah, it was aluminum, I think. It's like some plutonium or. Yeah, you couldn't easily get that dog much heavier, but yeah, not a smart creature. Good but thing it, we didn't drop a pizza. But its parents loved it, so yep. that's the thing. Yep. It's human parents. I'm sure our dog annoys people, and we love him. Yes, yes. I'm sure our kids would be totally lovable, though. Yeah, no one would want to kill them. No, never. They'd be little <laughs> angels. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you, well, yeah. Our our 
our pets rule our lives. So if we had children, they'd rule our lives. So yeah, no, they wouldn't be annoying at no, all. No, I, I would not. I'd let I'd let a a dog or a cat rule my life because it doesn't know any better. But a kid, yeah, they're going down. <laughs> kids, well, kids. I I would think that we would try to impart common sense to our children and respect. So there you go. Is that even possible anymore? I don't know. There's so much anti-common sense and anti-respect out there. It's hard to, hard to. What are you doing thinking? <laughs> Why are you doing that? That's not smart. <laughs> we don't want to be smart. Smart hurts. Yeah. Hey, Rita. Yes. We should probably wrap this one up. All righty then. You think so? Yes, Phil, we should. All right. Well, um, it's been a pleasure talking to you again. It has been. I'm glad we got a hold of Blanche. We'll talk to her. We'll figure out what's going on with uh, Shirley. We'll talk to her tomorrow morning, find out what's up. And um, that's about it. There you go. Have a nice evening, all. And thank you, everybody, for listening. We've got a lot of listeners now. Yes, thank and if you, you so want, much. If you want to contact us, we do have an email address. It's called it's comments at prehensilandgretel.com. And we got um, 200 spam comments Yeah. last time. Yeah, it's pretty cool. We get, we get lots of that. But seriously, we'd like to hear from you if, um, if there's something... Uh, bothering you or if there's something pleasing you or um, anything you want us to ask Shirley Shart when we get her on the phone. Oh, yes. Questions for Shirley Shart. Let us know. Yeah. If there's or, you know, if you can think of a product that maybe Shart Industries should come up with. And then you can bypass those inventor places that just want to take your money and yeah. all of that. So you can go direct to the source, make a deal with Shirley. Who knows? Who knows what will happen? Yeah. Of course, she might just steal it. But well, we don't possible. know. But, we don't but, know. You know Shirley seems some... like, you know, Shard Industries seems like, you know, on the up and up. Yeah. Like they wouldn't do that. Yeah. Well, we'll find out. I, 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 I'm definitely intrigued uh, and want to learn more. Okay. It's time to go. It's been a pleasure again um, talking to you, and thank you very much for listening. And Yes, yippee I okay All right. Good night. Good night. Well, you've made it to the end. The Prehensile and Gretel Show welcomes your comments and questions. Send us a note. Tell us what you're thinking. Our email address is comments at prehensileandgretel.com. Thanks for listening.